Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits. The first thing I want to get to. In Australia, welfare recipients who test positive for drugs will be placed on income management under draft laws to go to federal parliament next week. A previous bill stalled in the Senate amid concerns about unfairness and lapsed at the end of the last parliament. If passed, the two-year drug testing trial will be rolled out in three locations, Queensland, Canterbury and New South Wales uh, and parts of Australia. Um, about 5,000 new recipients of Newstart, which is essentially our dole, and the youth allowance will be tested for ment- uh, methamphetamines, ecstasy, marijuana, cocaine and heroin. In other words, you know, Class A drugs. So if you're found having Class A drugs on you, your welfare is going to be cut. And according to the proposed bill, welfare recipients who test positive will be placed on what they call income management for up to two years, which would see 80% of their welfare payment deposited into a cashless debit card where they can't spend it on anything apart from what they need to survive. And a second drug test will be scheduled within 25 working days of the positive result after the first result and the job seeker will be referred to a doctor who will assess the circumstances and identify treatment options for them. So there's two kind of folds to this. One, they're going to help people get off drugs because they will be referred to a doctor. But for, the first main thing is, if you test positive for drugs, um, you're going to have your welfare cut and you're going to get your welfare in a card and you won't be getting cash so you can't spend it on drugs anymore. What a great idea. A $10 million treatment fund will also boost uh, drug treatment services, which means that the money that they save from this, they will actually put into drug treatment, which I think is really great. People on welfare who take drugs are denying themselves the best opportunity to take advantage of jobs. And this is according to Anne Ruston, who's uh, the social services minister. She's like our Regina Doherty. That's why, she says, uh, the Morrison government is trialling reforms, uh, the welfare system, to ensure that we can identify and encourage people with substance abuse issues to get treatment, rehabilitate them and get a job ready for them. Uh, I want to know what you think of it. Is it a good idea? So think about this. They implemented this in Ireland. I've been reading some of the comments online and there's people support it, people don't. People say it's against their people's human rights. Other people say fair play to them. It's kind of mixed bag. Would you welcome mandatory drug testing in Ireland for social welfare recipients? Random drug testing. For people who would be obvious candidates, I suppose. They're not going to do it to everybody. And if you're found with Class A drugs on you, they, it's not that they're going to take your money away. They say, OK, we're not giving you cash anymore. Or we're not putting money in your bank account anymore. We're giving you a card, like a debit card, which can only be used um, in this country. In other words, you can use it, but you can't buy drugs with it. You can't buy alcohol with it, probably. But you can use it for food, petrol, whatever else you need to use it, your rent, all those other things, but you can't use it for certain things. So it limits what they can spend their money on. In other words, they can't spend it on drugs anymore. Is that a good idea? And as well as that, 25 days later, they'll test them again. If they're still positive, they'll pass them on to a doctor for drug treatment. What do you think? Is it a good idea? Or does it punish people? who are drug addicts. Let me know what you think. The number is 087-188-0008. Now, most people, by the way, on drugs in this country will be on disability payments. But many people who are on job seekers will be on drugs. And let's be clear about it. If they're off their picky on drugs, they're not going to get a job, are they? Or they're certainly not going to hold one down. So there's no point in continuing to pay them unless they're willing to try and get a job. The whole idea of job seekers allowance is, the, the clue is in the title, isn't it? You're meant to be seeking a job.
Let me know what you think. Is this a good idea or is it against people's human rights? You can text us 087-188-008. Martin, you're on Classic Hits. How you doing, Martin? Hi, Nan. Well, there's two angles to this. You know, one is that obviously they're limiting, you know, the resources for spending money on, on drugs. But secondly, if they continue to test positive, they'll send them off to a doctor for treatment. Well, I mean, you know, I think it's a great idea. Nothing very works out very well in Ireland. So I don't think it transposes itself well across from Australia to Ireland. But, you know, in terms of um, dealing with people's health cycles that they're in, obviously they're, they're not in a good place if they're taking drugs. Uh, generally speaking, if they're out of work, they're not in a good place either. So it, it's a bit of a cycle that's going on there. So anything that sort of ha- helps them, you know, either get off drugs or at least if the if the the, the money's ring fenced to actually feed them and and uh, make sure they've got clothing and rent paid, that's not a bad idea. Rather than giving the money straight into the the, the drug dealer's hands, because mm-hmm. that's where the money's going. So you know, it's a it, I think it's an idea. There's some some merit in it, um, but then again, obviously, from a human rights point of view, you know, where, where do you, people will be saying, well, where do you cross the line? Well, I think, you know, people who take drugs um, have crossed the line, you know, in themselves uh, and as well as uh, for society. You know, I mean, if you're so off I, your box on drugs all the time, you know, when you're hanging around on the yeah. boardwalk in Dublin, you're not going to get a job. Well, you're no good to anybody or yourself. No. I mean, that's the bottom line of it. You've you, you basically, you know, t- uh, pressed the eject button and said, I'm out of here, you know? Yeah, just keep paying me. Good, yeah, yeah, and, it, and it's, a, it's a cycle. So you need to help and lift people out. I mean, that, that is that is a, a definite virtuous thing that people could do is... is, is help strengthen these people's characters and get I them mean, off the Somebody texted in there and said it's discrimination against drug addicts. Well, it's actually technically not, or legally not discrimination, because under the Equality Act, drug addicts are not protected. They're not a protected species, so to speak. You know, under the Equality yeah, Act, well, we I discriminate mean, against people who would be gay, people who would be black, people who would be white, people who would be whatever gender. That's discrimination, yeah. but, but not, not you, a drug addict. Yeah, but if you're taking drugs, there's, there's two things going on. One, you've got to recognise you've got an addictive personality and you need to address that. And number two, you've no good to anybody and not even yourself. So that's the time when you should be actually going out and finding help. But then again, if you're in that situation, you're in a spiral, you can't see up from down, and that's when society needs to, to, to come in. Now, you know, we've had a, a situation in Ireland where you've had, uh, you know, mental health services have pushed everything back out to the community. That's why these people are in the community, is because at one time they were in, you know, uh, institutions. Well, I think our approach over here is, is a little bit soft to all this. I think we try to tend to try to, any problem we have in society, we tend to want to normalise it so it's not a problem anymore. Uh, well, do, do you know right. what I mean? And yeah, and obviously the ones with the addictive personalities that want to play around with the drugs are the ones making the excuses for everybody, you know, uh, and, and really... Well, we have politicians know, making excuses for them as well, you know, wanting well, to open drug centres and all kind of carry on. Exactly. And again, that money should be spent on rehabilitating people or putting people in, in institutional care where it's ob- obviously they, they, they aren't able to manage themselves. And, you know, there will always be people who can't manage themselves. You know, we, we, every century has them. So, you know, we, we have to just sort of get real with this and say, look, you know, a certain section of society isn't going to work well and we need to cater for that. I mean, I'm looking here at some of the comments, by the way. Um, a policy director in Australia, Jacqueline Phillips, said the government's proposal is designed to stigmatise people struggling to get by on the lowest possible incomes. She says not only is this proposal demeaning, there's no evidence that it would actually work. But 
I think it would work because they wouldn't have money for drugs anymore. Now, yeah, well, mind yeah. you, it may see an increase in crime because they might steal to get the money then. Yeah, yeah. As I say, it, there's, there's, there's no virtue in, in, in soft soap in this one, you know, which is the way things have been going for, for quite some time. You know, it, the, the, the situation is if somebody's taking drugs, there's a reason why they're taking drugs. Address the reasons why and you solve the problem. Okay, well, do, well, do me a favor. Stay there for a second. Martin thinks this is a good idea, uh, just in case you just tuned in. In Australia, they want to bring in a new uh, piece of legislation that's coming in very shortly, where they will be drug testing people on job seekers, essentially, uh, to make sure you're not on drugs. And if you are on drugs, you don't get your job seekers. What you'll get is a debit card that you can only spend, obviously, in shops and retail, but you won't be able to spend it in, on drugs because you don't have any cash. Um, I'm asking you, do you think this is a good idea? Let me know what you think. Uh, let me go to Lisa. Lisa here on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Lisa? Hey, Niall, how's it going? Lisa, yeah, grand, thanks. It's a good yeah, idea. idea. Brilliant idea. Mm. I think it's absolutely fantastic idea. They should bring that into Dublin, Ireland straight away as well. Um, Australia does have it, it all Does it stigmatise people? Does it, you know, because people... Sorry? Does it stigmatise people? No, oh, basically, drug de- druggies, drug people, drug addicts yeah. are dangerous on the road. They're dangerous people to be around, and they're, 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 unless they have it under control and they know what they're doing, and but you know they're dangerous. You, you hear so much crime. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bring that bring that air force into this country. Get them into rehabilitation. Cut their money. Give them a debit card so they can only pay their rent and buy their food, and 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 and, and yeah, and then put them into some sort of program, and make sure. If there's someone there to test them every fortnight or every three weeks, and if they're still on drugs, put them into a hostel where they just have a bed and food and no money at all to mess around with, with drugs at all. It's not the, the, the people that are on the drugs, it's the kids they have. I saw it yesterday myself. Two people on drugs were walking through um, a centre, and he had a beautiful born baby and a lovely little three, three-year-old child, and it's that's just disturbing. It's disturbing when you head. see that. It is disturbing when you see that, isn't it? Shocking. Yeah. Very, and this is when I feared you bringing this up this morning. And I thought, yeah, this is, God, this is just what we need to to try and get it. It's gone out of control now. It's completely. Because, I mean, realistically, when you see, you know, two drug addicts with a baby, you just know that child has no chance in life. Oh, for God's sake. It goes back to yesterday's topic, doesn't it, then again? Yeah. Why? Um you know, it's just so it, it's just one big, big chain of mm. problems, and it's just awful for kids. I was so upset yesterday. I was thinking about it there this morning, and I'm thinking, you know, and to what other head, like I can't understand how how the system let that. Well, that that would happen in Ireland. That would happen quite easy. Um, but when you go to, say, countries like America, if a woman goes in, you know, and has a baby in a hospital in America, and she's a heroin addict. The baby is taken off her immediately and put into care. And she doesn't get the baby back until she can prove she's six months clean. Clean, yeah. And, you know, and, and I think that's, that's a, a great system. And I think that what they do is they, they give them a period of time, I think it's two to three years, and if that doesn't happen, the child will be in foster care, they'll put the child up for adoption. And I, yeah, you know, and the child, I think it's brilliant. Yeah, and the child being so young then as well, obviously give them a, a good programme to give them a good head start in life. Yeah, we'll see. Helping the mm. mother get stay clean and help them get a good education. And, and, and bring them into reality of, you know, drugs are no good. And um, that's why he took me off. And I mean, I'm going to help you now because he told me how to look after you. I mean, you and know, you know, Howard, I, 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 are you a mum yourself, Lisa? 
Oh, yeah, I've got two beautiful kids. Okay, you know how hard it is to look after a baby, feed a baby, change their nappies, all that kind of... It's hard work. You can imagine doing that. Imagine them strung out of your head doing that. This is what I can't understand. This is why I can't understand the system, knowing these particular people are on drugs. Um, They they must be well-known there in that centre. Yes, they go around. They look like they were locals. Yeah. And they were totally strung out. And I'm thinking... Give us that baby and that child and let me bring her home and look after them. Shocking. And this is why you need to bring a system like that into the country for the children's sake as well. And as I say, bring a program in for the child with taken off them. Bring a program in for them to help. If the mother does get clean within six weeks or 12 weeks, the child understands then how to help. It's a fair point. And I know it's a kind of a whole other topic. And I remember going not so long ago, I was in a chemist. And um, there was a couple, and they were really young for, I'd say he was about six, seven years of age. He was obviously their son. And the two of them were off their heads, and they were both there to get their methadone. And I was watching the son, watching the two of them taking their methadone in the little small cup that they give it to them in. And there's nothing sadder than that, Martin. I just don't know why the state allows that to happen to a child. I mean, it's a whole other argument, really, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it, it just... It just uh as I say, the state basically wants to shove all responsibility away from the state. Mm. Uh, and and there are, there are things and policies that the state, um, you know, does uh, and inflicts on people that, that pushes them into in, into the spirals where either they can't see a future for themselves or they can't house themselves or, you know, they can't get work for themselves. Uh, and, the, and, you know, that's no good. We, we're supposed to operate as a society, not just as an economy, you know. So, really, these people, if they need care and help, need the care and help. Um, but then again, you know, soft soaping it by just saying, well, you know, here's your money, go and do as you please. That's just creating creating problems, you know, and it needs to stop, really. Okay, let me go to Joe as well. Joe, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Joe? Morning, Noel. Uh, Joe, you think this is a bad idea? I do, yeah. Well, living in an area where drugs is rampant, but you take money off them out of social welfare, crime rate will rise. Mm, that, that, that was my only fear, that they're going to have to get that, it from that's somewhere. That's what will happen. There's poor old women going around with handbags, which is going to be snatched off them, or burglaries, all kinds of crime. Just so they can get cash? Just to get cash, because you take it off them, they're going to get it somewhere else. That's a fair point, Martin, and it's one that you have to, you know, I mean, it's, it is an obvious problem that when yeah, you take the um, cash off Not them. only that, yeah. you go to... Yeah, um, yeah, but you see, there's an obvious problem that if, the, if somebody is of that mind, then really, you know, they need to be in some form of uh, rehabilitation. Incarceration care. or whatever, yeah. Yeah, they should be, they should be in some sort of vacancy. I mean, the thing about it is, Joe, I mean, if somebody's off their head on a regular, ba- on, you know, on a daily basis, they're not going to get a job. And you know, and you know, taxpayers in this country have you know we. I mean, yeah, they're all, they're all on disability, most of them. Well, a lot, a lot of them are a lot of them are on disability, but that we should do the same with the disability payment that they get. Yeah, um, but, but what I'm saying to you is, you know, the government have a responsibility to the taxpayers of the country to make sure the money is not being wasted. And if it's being given to somebody who's just constantly going to stick it in the syringe and put it in their arm, it is being wasted. Well, as I said, you take it off them, you get it another way. With someone that doesn't, not involved in drugs, is going to suffer. If you understand what I mean. And um, well, that's taking into consideration that all drug addicts would turn to crime. Not all of them would turn to crime. Well, if they're desperate enough, mm-hmm. they um, will. If they haven't got the money, well, they're already doing it as it is. And do you think the problem, the drug problem in Ireland, the Class A drug problem, is getting worse? 
course it is. Sure, it's in office blocks and all. You know, every pub in town you go into, it's a cocaine-based pub. Mm-hmm. So it's not only uh, junkies that are using drugs, it's uh, high office people as well. I know, I was I was working in the clubs when I noticed the, the, the cocaine problem getting bigger. So much so yeah. that the nightclub owners used to spray WD-40 on the cisterns. As they say, a point on the bag. That's mm. what they call Yeah. And it's sad to see, isn't it, society turning oh, to drugs. Like, you know, people going around with this white powder on their nose constantly all the time. But, I mean, I suppose the ones on the cocaine, I don't know whether they're going to turn to crime to no, pay for their habit, but certainly, the, but certainly the ones in the middle... We're talking about, I suppose, more so the ones... If every person going into work on Monday was tested for drugs, they'd be, half of them would be sent home. I would agree with you, but what a person does with their own money that they've earned essentially is their own business. If they want to destroy their lives, let them at it. Now, yeah, unless, of course, if, if, they're, if they're it's affecting their job, days. well, if it's affecting their job, the boss will fire them anyway. But when, when it comes to social welfare, that's a different kettle of fish because that's taxpayers' money being handed to people for free. No, true enough, yeah. But as I said, they turned to crime. Hmm. I think call themselves they're sick. When they are sick, they do anything for a fix. All right, well, stay there, Joe, if you can, because uh, I think a lot of people might agree with you. Uh, keep texting. Uh, the number's treble zero eight. You can WhatsApp or text. This is a new proposed bill in Australia. Um, in, they're going to try it out in four different areas. It's going to be rolled out where they will be drug testing people on social welfare or people on job seekers initially. And um, what they'll do is, if they find out that you're in drugs, so you test positive for Class A drugs, and uh, they're not talking about marijuana. Oh, well, actually, they do mention marijuana. They do. Methamphetamines, ecstasy, marijuana, cocaine and heroin. So if you're caught on drugs, basically, uh, they don't give you cash anymore. They give you money on a card instead that you can only obviously spend in the shops or petrol or whatever you need to spend it on. But you don't have cash to pay drug dealers anymore. And they, what they'll do then, if they test you positive again, five or t- 25 working days later, if you test positive again, they'll send you to a doctor to organise getting you to rehab. Is it a good idea? Or is it an infringement on people's rights? Does it stigmatise people on drugs? Some of the opposition in Australia have said. They said not only is this proposal demeaning, there's no evidence that it would work. And of course, Joe makes a good point, and I said it did say it earlier on as well, that there are individuals out there who could possibly turn to crime if they don't have cash for their drugs. The Australians are certainly ones that take no mess. And, uh, job seekers, which they don't call it job seekers over there, they call it, what's it called, called? New State or New Start, which is what it's called over there. Uh, recipients of job seekers over there will uh, be treated or basically tested or drug tested uh, randomly. And if they test positive, they will have their cash taken off them and they'll be given a card instead, uh, whereby they won't have any cash and their money will be deposited onto a card they can only spend, obviously, in retail stores, etc., etc. In other words, they won't have cash for drug dealers. Is it a good idea? Let me know. Some people are saying it's against people's human rights. But Liam, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Liam? How are you doing, Liam? Good. Liam, what do you think? Look, um, look, now I'm 22, living down here in East Cork, and I see it. I see the drug uh, crisis is getting worse, like you know, like I see gang as young as 16 taking cocaine. I, and you know, mm-hmm. like if it's something that can help kill a crisis, by Christ, yes. And as you said, it's a car that's been brought in, yes? Yeah. That they can only use in the shop. By Christ, bring it in, though. Because, you know, you know yourself when you've cash on you, you're spending on anything. There's no record of it. So at least this way, the social welfare lot, they know. That it should be that where you're spending it, how you're spending it, and that you're spending it in the right way. Okay. Because 
Well, that, well, 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 that's an extension to what we're talking about, but that was suggested or has been done in some states in America where they use a card that, say, for example, can't be used in an off-license. It can't be used in a bookies. It can only be used for food and for clothing and for petrol or bills, but it can't be used on certain things. And I completely agree with it. If anything, I think it should be is, made... Is that, is that punishing people generally on social welfare, then, for being on um, social welfare? Look, maybe it might be punishing the odd person who might like to go down to the bookies and stuff like that in that kind of sense. But I do think it's something that should be brought in. Like, maybe if you're applying for it, just say, look, I go down and make the odd bet or something and or I take the odd drink. You know, that might be taken into account. But if it's someone who's constantly spending their cash on drugs, alcohol, or blowing it in the bookies every single day, then they should be capped. Without a doubt. Look, I know where people are coming from. Look, it's against their human rights. But you've also got to see the other side of the coin. You're also trying to save a person's life because you know yourself. The more you're on drugs, the longer, the shorter your life span is. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So what I can't understand is why there's people out there thinking, oh, don't bother doing it. I don't want to help. I want to kill myself by taking a snuff powder, powder or injecting liquid into my arm. Like, it's plain utter stupidity. It should be brought in. For the simple fact, you're now you're cleaning up the country's image. You're you're cleaning up a person's health, and look, it might get that person one step further, going into rehabilitation and getting clean. Well, well, well that, that's the argument, isn't it? That that hopefully they'll ring fence any money saved and put it into drug treatment. And they said they will be putting ten million dollars into drug treatment to obviously combat the problem whilst launching this particular program. But stay there for a second because I want to go to Maliki as well. Uh, Maliki, you're on Classic Hits. Maliki, there's a good argument for this, but there's also a bad argument that, you know, say, for example, around the city centre, where particularly there might be a problem, and Aleem talked about Cork in the city as well, that if they don't have cash for drugs, they're going to steal it, aren't they? Well, that's possible, but it has to be linked in with some kind of a rehabilitation programme, some kind of an enforced... Well, it is. It is, yeah. 25 25 days after they test positive the first time, they will be tested again. And if they are positive, they will be referred to a doctor who will assess their circumstances and identify treatment options. Well, I I think it has to be more than that. I I don't think just treatment options. I think they should be taken into some kind of uh, a hospital purposely built for detox. We have no more detox beds in in this country than we had 30 years ago, which is a disgrace. But Trying to adopt anything that may work in another country to this country, we will make a balls of it, as we do with everything. And what we do in this country, and what the liberal agenda does, is to normalise and allow drug addiction to be a normal um, run of events, and that it's quite acceptable now for people to end up on drugs, to be out of their heads, and for me and you and your other listeners to pay hugely for that, both through the, the... saviorism industry, as it's now being called, and through facilitating their lifestyles. If you look at the cost of one addict to the taxpayer over their life, you're talking probably certainly hundreds of thousands of euro. And there's something wrong with a society that continues to do that. And we, you see... But you, but you, but you've, you've only got, the other option is you don't pay for it. And if you don't pay for it, people will die. Well, but I... I Last year, Niall, we listened to My Body, My Choice ad nauseum. So if somebody wants to bang heroin into their veins and shorten their life or kill themselves, shouldn't, isn't the logic of, of the Liberals' arguments on other issues that they should be allowed to do that? Yeah, but, but, yeah, but, yeah, but, but it's, not, it's not just themselves they're affecting. When, when, when you've got you know, a cohort of people 
who are out of their heads on heroin, be it in the city centre, whatever it is, they also are involved in crime. They're also involved in social issues around the family around them, their friends, their family. There are so many people affected by their drug addiction. Because we allowed them to affect it. And we allowed them to wander around O'Connell Street and the centre of this city out of their heads. We allowed them to set up tents in doorways or along the canals. We allow people to do as they please and we create a whole industry around that then pretending to actually try and solve it. And all we're actually doing is piling euro after euro, million after million, into trying to solve a problem that we really don't want to solve. And the solution then is to say, oh, well, you know, we'll open an injection centre. Well, they didn't get the planning permission for it anyway. No, but it's still part of our agenda. Oh, no, it will open at some point, yeah. Well, hopefully it doesn't, because what, what, and we've discussed this many times, what that's doing is saying that it's okay to take drugs, when we should be sending the completely opposite message. So you would rather incarcerate people until such a time as they get off the drugs? That's what you're essentially saying. Well, Well, you're saying forced rehabilitation. Well, if somebody, for instance, years ago got TB, they were taken out to P-Mount and they were kept there till their TB was gone or they were dead, right? Mm-hmm. Because it was an infectious disease. Drug addiction effectively is an infectious disease. It infects those around them and it encourages more people to do it rather than less. So if we're serious, I mean, this is an island nation. If we, if we were serious, we could solve this problem. But we're not serious, you know? And if you take, for instance, a million euro worth of heroin found last weekend. We had the superintendent in Drada saying the country is awash with drugs. Yet, they're not... You have a busy office there, Maliki. Huh? You have a busy office there. Uh, yeah, you know yourself. <laughs> we're, we're not um, prepared to seal this country and stop drugs coming in, which can be very easily done. We're an island. Okay, well, we'll say that for a second, because I want to go to Phil as well. Phil, you're on Classic Kids. How are you and Phil? How are you? Good, Phil. You believe you know it's an addiction. Uh, will, th- will this form of rehabilitation work where you're forcing people into rehabilitation and you know removing their cash from them? Well, uh, basically, they're going to find other ways of, like, you're talking about Australia bringing in this cash. So people with addiction problems can't buy drugs. But what is actually going to happen there, and it happens quite a lot here too, is people are going to take these cards, they're going to sell them for face value of what the, what's on the card, or in some certain cases, they'll take a less of that monetary value for the card so they can go off and still buy the drugs. So uh, you'll say the, 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 the cards will be selling on the black market? They will, they will. Um, well, I mean, you, you, it says here on my screen that you're, you're uh, an addiction rehabilitation worker yeah. in Dublin, okay. Yeah. So well, then, you've heard Maliki and what Maliki said, that we're not tackling this problem properly. We have a lot of people on, on welfare who are on drugs who are never going to get a job, uh, as far as we can well, see, and we have to help them. Well, that's, that is true. That's an unfortunate uh, real, real, realisation of what, how bad it is. But the thing is, like, a lot of, what a lot of people don't realise is a lot of people that take drugs are not standing up and not, not saying it is okay to take drugs and not saying it's not okay to take drugs. As an addiction worker, I have to be in between this. So basically what a lot of people do, realize, do, do, do fail to realise is a lot of people that do have addictions also have previous mental health history of 
there could be undiagnosed uh, cases. There are a lot of people, they say, basically here in Ireland, one out of five people will have a form of bipolar. Now, that's acceptable. But what they're not doing is they're not examining these people that they're saying that are chronic on the drugs. They're not actually checking their mental health. But okay, but I tell you what, I want to come back to that. Stay with me, Phil. I have to go to a break, and, uh, and I'll come back to you and Maliki after the break. Maliki, please stay with me as well. Uh, keep texting. Uh, the number is 087 Phil believes it's a wider problem that people who have addictions maybe need to have their mental health checked. He believes that many of them have bipolar as well as many other mental health issues. And uh, maybe stopping their money is not the solution because they'll start selling, I suppose, the credit on their cards on the black market. In other words, they can go into a shop and if they know the shopkeeper or the person, they'll say, I'll tell you what, take a tenner off me and only give me a fiver, you know, just to get some cash. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits.